Welcome to the Green Man Podcast. I'm David. I'm Bill. I'm Jonathan. We're from Clipping. You're listening to the Green Man Podcast. Is that what it's called? Nailed it. We're Bob Villain, and you're listening to the Green Man Podcast. The best NPR voice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still waiting for the tiny desk. Oh, man. We only got to do one during, like, lockdown. We made a bunch of tiny desks and, like, miniature versions of all of our gear. Jonathan's wife made all this stuff. And we, just we weren't in the same city or anything. Like, we, we had to sort of fabricate this performance across three cities. You were in Canada. That's pretty incredible. Like, you guys do a lot of, like, it seems like you're very technical in the way that you're creating music. And when I'm listening to the music as well, I always wonder, like, how you decide when you're producing it where the space is because obviously david is like a rapper rapper do you know what i mean like there's it's it's technical with the lyrics and it's it's like uh it's pretty wordy and there's like a lot to catch so like how do you go about when you're producing it uh we've we've learned different ways of doing it over the years um and it's and it's sort of different from song to song too sort of what the approach is one of our favorite ways of working and we don't work this way very much is if david just writes to nothing if he just writes to a click and then the voice can really be the spine and we can weave all of these elements around it in ways that don't really feel like they need to follow the click because the voice can be the metronome uh, and we've only done a handful of songs that way two or three songs maybe that way entirely but um, but that's a really that's a really fun yeah, way that's of a pretty uh, like unique way of, of working I feel right I, I think one of the other things we do like we learned early on we kept thinking we would like fill the beat up with a lot of stuff and like a lot of rhythmic elements to like maybe emphasize or like try to show him what we thought the rap should sound like, like what kind of rap it should be. And then we realized we could leave that out because like he would write something, but we would like then take elements out because we were like, oh, those were kind of like training wheels and he didn't need them anyway. Right, so okay. then like he doesn't need the kick in the snare that, that you know, prominent like a clock on the, the thing. He can figure it out, you know. We really, I mean, most of the stuff we sort of conceive all together. It, it's gotten more difficult in the last few years, but like, it's usually a lot of discussion about what the song's supposed to be like. So by the time we start making anything, we kind of all have a pretty good idea of like what it's like. What's uh, what's the process for you guys? Are you like, do you guys hang out all the time and jam and like I make mean, things? I like, mean, a lot of it is just like I'm making it in the box. A lot of it, and then like more recently, making it in the box and then going to a studio and because we've gotten to that point now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank Sweet. God. <laughs> um, we're like going to a studio and then like reamping guitars or like replaying things. Do you know what I mean? To like make it sound bigger and, yeah. you know, better. It, it sounds very big. Yeah, which is pretty, uh, I, I'm like pretty proud of that because I'm, I'm mixed the stuff as well. And so it's all been in a bedroom from uh, until now until now so you know the power of the the box is is like something that we believe in but now we're getting out of that a little bit and kind of getting into studios and yeah we're still i mean we record most things in jonathan's basement still but um occasionally i we have a guy who's been mixing all of our stuff steve kaplan from the beginning and what sort of notes do you get back 
on from from the mix engineer. <laughs> I think the reason we always work with Steve is he's like very used to us. Uh, he gets it. He yeah yeah yeah. Some of the some of the songs are pretty tough. He's been complaining a little more about these new ones, but <laughs> but he's really really good. And sometimes I'll go in and do final like re-recordings of vocals at like with him in the room because he'll give me notes like, "Can you step two inches closer to the microphone?" Right, and like. Right. He won't let me be finished with a song until I haven't mumbled a single word of it or whatever. So he's like the the right kind of jerk to have you uh, for a rapper to have. Are there ever instances where you want things stripped back from the beat? Yeah, I mean, so we kind of like make things, and uh, it's like a long editing process. Like sometimes years long. You know, we'll sort of make songs. We think that's done, and then. When we start putting the project together, it becomes clear that those songs weren't actually done, and either we need to take things away or add new things. Or yeah, I mean, what I would say is we also, it's we almost never make a beat and then he raps over it and then it's done and that's the end. It's always the beat was sort of a skeleton. He raps over it, then we add more to it, take away, change the beat, and then he probably comes back in and re-records whatever he did, maybe changes some words, changes some rhythms based on what we did, and maybe that's, so everything goes through draft processes like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. We kind of work similar, like, because Three-Legged Dog, do you remember, when I when did I play that? Like, um, maybe before uh, Price of Life came out, man, it was like, maybe 2018, 19, maybe? Yeah, and then like, that's only now on like we're working on it for the new project that's going to come out like next year and i think pulled pork was kind of similar in that sense as well like villain times really we were performing that song that's probably the longest song we've ever performed isn't it like we were performing that for ages and then kind of refined it and refined it and refined it and like then it's like oh it's ready now you know but yeah i'm with you on that yeah is do you find because i find this with our stuff so much is there a, a very distinct difference between your recording process creation process for a song and your performance process we've now missed you at two festivals but <laughs> so i have yet to see you live but like is it are you chasing the live feeling when you record it or are they two different things for me they're very different yeah they're they very, very different similar. really like the the difference i think is like in the energy of the playing and the like the vocal delivery right so like when you're drumming on stage, it's just like I was watching videos the other like that Bond captured, and I was just like, it's just like this, it's like it's insane. Do you know what I mean? And then like the vocal delivery is so much more, because there's somebody, there's well, somebody, there's thousands sometimes of people like giving their energy to you, so you're giving. It's like it's kind of a feel filled with thousands of, you know, what I mean? like the energy of like thousands of people, and I'm like want to give that back in some way do you know what I mean and so like in the vocal booth I want every word to be so clear and so you know you can hear it on stage it's more about the energy do you know what I mean and and as well just relying on Grant our sound engineer to to, to make it sound you know you can hear the vocals yeah yeah yeah, yeah. rap shows are all energy management to me I think but I, what I've found is there's because once we finish a record, I don't really listen to our stuff anymore. Like I don't want to hear. So, but then so, when uh, you're making it, are you guys listening to it constantly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, 
so there's stuff that we've been performing for years and years and if I go back and listen to the original version like I've changed words I have whole different versions of songs in my head there are songs that have more verses than we perform live and so I've forgotten that those verses existed uh, <laughs> like I have, man. Uh, the the living version of the song for me is only the live one right and so like because I'd never listen to our recordings anymore so do you ever swap verses out then like, like it change it we do <laughs> It's I, my brain. Once my brain sticks on, holds on to something, it's a pretty slow fix. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah. I have to be really intentional about that. <laughs> well, you were just describing with with your songs. Like we haven't debuted a song live that wasn't already out in about ten years. Like we don't play songs that aren't out. Right. So then, yeah. So we don't actually hear them. And there is, yeah. There's like, there's one weird wrong word that he says in one song that he has said every single live time. <laughs> and like, I wonder if anyone has noticed. <laughs> but it's like, it's it's like by rote now that I don't think even if someone corrected you, it would. I always listen for it. What's, like, it, what's genius say? <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I do not look at that about our songs. My God. <laughs> I've done that a couple times and I learned my lesson. Do yeah, not yeah. read Genius. When I can't find the text file, I have to like look it up on you if I'm trying to <laughs> I've had putting to do old that song a few same. times. Where it's I'm embarrassing. Like, old songs and you're like, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to make it through that. Yeah, he's pretty good. Once it comes time to like, perform, you usually get it. It's a pretty scary thing though, because like I've seen you like in the green room and that like trying to learn a song before we're about to go play it well that, relearn that it week, yeah, relearn yeah. It. I don't know it's just in there after doing it so many times so like you really you're never gonna know it know it in there but as soon as you start playing it everything's kicking in right it just kind of like floods back you know yeah if you can get through it once I find I just have to I've come to accept the fact that the first time I perform a song it's gonna be a train wreck and I just have to be okay with that because I then I, I sort of the fact that I've royally effed up in front of a hundred people or whatever that forces me yeah. to be embarrassed enough to actually learn it yeah and it's actually not as big a deal as you think it is like the, I don't think people ever really care that much you know they'll forget yeah 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 for sure I mean I think people like it when you when when there's a liveness and a humanity to the performance yeah, too like sure. everything is so clocked and on a grid right it's like one way of like adding a human, there's a human yeah, like a kind of a, yeah, not yeah, improvisation, yeah. but there's like an element of like yeah, like you say, like yeah. human aspect to it. Right. I will say there's something I miss about like like we used to when we started this band, we would we would play songs out that we hadn't necessarily finished recording, right? And we would sort of we would play a, like a few shows scattered. And it took us probably a year of playing shows to sort of refine our first album. So by the time we were recording some of those songs you had done them live a bunch of times and we had changed things in the beats and we were there was sort of iterative where the live show was part of that iterative process as opposed to like a presentation of a thing that's done and i do kind of miss that i'm yeah. mindful of you guys you got to go on stage but i have one more question for you specifically because obviously you're a busy man <laughs> like you know seeing you on like netflix shows hamilton fucking dropping albums like how do you manage your time because that is something that I find ex personally find extremely hard with all of the different things that I'm doing. Yeah, I'm pretty bad at it. I'm, right. I have like a team full of people who help me with it, but like depending on, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I, I have trouble with whatever's not right in front of me, and I'm like, I, honestly, trying to be uh, more 
focused on like the not work thing, the not and also like you know like What's I, not work? Just like you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know fa- family and such. Like yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. trying to actually be yeah a little more focused that way and let the other things because I think I, that's something that I am I seem to be capable of say, like saying no to things when it's like for that reason and right. then like I think that also ends up making time for other things like I don't know I think I have a I have a theory I'm testing out for the next right, couple okay. years of my life and we'll see how it goes <laughs> so we'll, we'll check back in then yeah 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 that's true that's true right now so right now it's a little easier I yeah man I told them to keep striking <laughs> y'all ask for everything but get do you do all that, them do you yeah. like set time off from like the acting so that you can focus on the music or are you doing those side by side yeah i mean it's had to be a lot of side by side we we're needing to sort of like reconfigure the way that we work i think it, because we used to just be around in la we were sort of around each other and you know if we work we could work two days a week or whatever and go is whatever we would hang out and also work and that just ha- it, the life just is not conducive for that anymore so so now we've had to sort of start being like like going to the management and being like I block out two weeks and that's where only I'm only doing clipping things during those two weeks and even that still get there's still meetings like if if I'm in LA that it still gets sucked up so I think like also we're starting to think about maybe we might try finding a place like a destination yeah, to record yeah. at or something I don't know yeah. I don't know we got to try some things because yeah, yeah. it's, it's not it's a tricky, good right? process right now yeah well we appreciate the time Yo, we know you got to go on stage mm. it's been great talking to you big fan of y'all it's thank great you likewise y'all. likewise yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks <laughs> see you later <laughs> thanks Green Man Festival and Podcast Sarah Reason with a Green Man podcast and this is Poppy. Hi Poppy. So are you enjoying the festival so far? Of course I am. Yeah. <laughs> Where is your favourite place to visit on site? My favourite place to visit on site is probably the far out tent because you can camp outside there all day, sit in the sun or the rain and watch loads of different acts and discover some new people. What's your best and worst food experience so far? Best food experience is probably having a bacon sandwich in the rain just to warm me up worst food experience was having to decide between what I want to eat because I want everything. Yeah, it's really hard, isn't it? We've got so much, like, options. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. You are listening to the Green Man Podcast. We're sat in the beautiful Green Man Podcast tent. We've got green plants around us. We've got this beautiful hanging with what I could only describe as a nude lady underneath the moon on it. But we are also on an incredibly busy festival site. So if you hear tractors going by or you hear bands in the background, you know what's going on. This is a festival uh, in full swing. Uh, you're joining me, Henry Whittacombe, with Sam, Tilly and Dan from The Bug Club. Hello. 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 Thank How's you for um, Literally hours since you smashed the ball garden i think they're rebuilding the walls as we speak <laughs> um really great gig you must be feeling pretty pretty pleased right now yeah yeah it was, yeah, it was good it was, wasn't uh, it yeah nice and busy as well yeah, yeah really it just busy. looks great everyone i spoke to was going <laughs> we're heading to the bug club so yeah, yeah oh, that's really nice. good <laughs> i don't think there was anything else on either though was there so. <laughs> but, no but yeah. still, like you headlined yeah, yeah. The, no yeah man the wall garden on, <laughs> on the thursday night it was great yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, so many songs, right? I reckon there's going to be no other band this weekend with that many songs in their set. Do you think? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. They're all a minute long, and they 
Yeah, Just we really shot ourselves in the foot with how short our songs are. I know, it's so amazing. Like, there was a point where you forgot the words and we're like, there's so many songs. Yeah. And it's just like... In one way, out the other. Yeah. Straight. <laughs> I mean, I, was, I want to talk about songwriting later, but like, was that a conscious decision when you started to have like really short... Because most of your songs are like two minutes, right? Yeah. Well, I think we just get a bit bored. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's only three of us as well, so there's no like big wall of like strings or anything. You know, there's no like no one else has to have any time to shine. So it's like, yeah. it, like I don't know, if it gets boring to us at all, it goes out of the song, you know, so it yeah. ends yeah. up just boiling it down a bit. To, yeah. If it's boring to us, it's going to be boring to everyone else. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to keep it fun and like, they want to be a bit quick and a bit, <laughs> I don't know. What's yeah. the amazing thing to me is that they don't feel short. Mm. Like, I don't know if that's the same for you, but they mm. feel like, like there's some of your songs like, like one minute 30 yeah. and you wouldn't know it. Like yeah. you wouldn't, you don't feel shortchanged. You don't feel like you come out of it and you're just like, yeah, great. And then you go, that was what? One minute thirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's kind of the plan. We're just trying yeah. to trim all the fat off it, you know, and just trying to keep the keep the important bits. And then it ends up like, I don't know. It's only like the three instruments, so it's like if you're just hanging on the same few chords for like a minute before you do anything, it's like there's not much point, you know. I don't want to waste everyone's time with that, so yeah. <laughs> just kind of try and keep it punchy in there. Yeah. Sometimes the songs lend themselves to just getting straight into it because yeah. they're quite like energetic anyway. So it's like, yeah, it's easier to be energetic, just going straight in, rather than like stopping the yeah. whole momentum of it. Yeah. And like it's been going, obviously going really well. Like you've hmm. released three albums in three years. Yeah. So I would kind of lose track because it like. One of them's not really an album, but sure. then there's others. There's like a few yeah. other bits in there. I think. Yeah. We're, but you got, got another one coming in October, right? Yeah, there's uh, mm. Rare Birds, Hour of Song. It's okay. called. So it's like a double, <laughs> double album too. But it's like, yeah, just about an hour. Um, but yeah, I think that's. I thought it was pretty mad the other day, but the, on the Bingo Records thing, it's like the eighth release through them, kind right. of thing. So it's like <laughs> a few of them little EP things and yeah. stuff. But it's like, yeah, it seems like quite a few. Yeah, I feel like we've only been with them for a minute. Yeah, but yeah. it's like. Eighth yeah. release. Yeah. The eighth thing. Um, I mean, do you feel prolific as a band? Like, you're the most, I think <laughs> for me right now, you're the most prolific band that I listen to. Like, there's <laughs> cool. always stuff coming out. Yeah. Um, does it feel like that as a band, or do you, are you just doing what you're doing? It's just fun to do. You know, like, when we're back home, like, we just kind of write. We're, we've been back kind of for a few months now, really, but like, just festival y stuff, so yeah. it's not that intense. But we've just kind of been writing stuff every day, really. So you end up just with like a few songs. <laughs> like, you've got a really sort of, I would say, like, quite a classic rock and roll sound. Is that fair? Yeah, I suppose. I, yeah, mean, I would yeah. say, yeah. So I just want to sort of dig into some influences when you started out. Did you did you have a very clear picture of what you wanted to be, or has that evolved over time? Or um, I don't think we set out with any real clear thing. No. I think we just ended up making the songs, and they kind of sound how they sound with, like, the three instruments we got, you know? So it's yeah. like... Yeah. We definitely like simpler things, mm -hmm. I think. And you're pretty punky, I would I say. I feel like you were... Uh, quite a bit more like bluesy rocky yeah. when we met a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll and then um, and then as time got on he realised I didn't want anything to do with pedals or anything and yeah. you were like I'm really jealous because you just don't have to like do a tap dance on the stage right. with all your pedals mm. and then I think it just kind of got into like let's just simplify it let's yeah. just keep it lo-fi you know we yeah. like all that kind of stuff yeah, um, it seemed to make it better, didn't it? I think yeah. we just stripped all the stuff away, so there's like no pedals and stuff, and it's like um, basically I just ca came in, I took it all <laughs> over. I was like, no, we want to be more punky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
But I think it works out right anyway. It's, it's the right kind of mood for any of the songs anyway, you know. I think it's never too much of a struggle to make it sound how how you want and like Yeah. I don't know. With the recording as well, we kind of we record we write them all quick and we record it fast as well. So it kind of like I don't know, it seems weird to like spend half of an hour writing a song and then spend four days recording you know, right. like I quite like to keep it like in keeping with that. Yeah. Um but influence wise, I suppose yeah, we never really set out to do that, but people always say like Jonathan Richmond stuff and all. And, yeah. um, and I like in Velvet Underground. I, I really get like Velvet Underground. I get a lot of Velvet yeah. Underground. Yeah, from you. But, like, that's we really flattering. To, like, yeah, I love all that, but like we didn't like that wasn't a conscious thing. Like, you live in the same space as where yeah. I would put them in my like. Yeah. Where I would go to listen to Velvet Underground, I'd also listen to you. But I can also cool. hear things like, like in some of your songs, I can hear things like Hefner and like like really sort of quite. <laughs> quite a range of things that mm-hmm. I can sort of get from different songs of yours it's yeah. really great well, it's uh, quite a mix like it's like guitar wise I always think it's a bit different thing like I like the old bluesy guys and like Mike Bloomfield I really like. he's like yeah. my favourite guitar guy yeah like, he's like old bluesy man mm-hmm. he's like on Bob Dylan's records and stuff yeah and um like I don't know, I think he's great, but none of them are that slick. You know, he's kind of it sounds a bit shit. You know, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but it's so tight. You're so tight on stage. So like you've got that scuzzy sound, but it's the 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 instrument like the musicality is so like I think you're like you played at my comedy festival in Hunkleff, hmm. and I think there's a Canadian band called Partner who are like a punk band. I think you and them are the tightest bands we've ever had at the festival. Yeah. Like, oh. On point. Oh. Oh, thank oh, you. Cheers. Yeah, really great. I think um, calling ourselves lo-fi is like a, a bit of a cop-out as well, so we can we can make mistakes and yeah. everyone's like, oh, it's lo-fi, it's lo-fi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, They're purpose. just doing the lo-fi thing. Yeah. I'm really, yeah. I'm just fumbling all the notes like, oh, yeah, stage just, trying to make myself look like a rock star. Like, you definitely look like a rock star. <laughs> Well, cool, I try really hard. <laughs> well, it looks natural. <laughs> I think. Well, so that more, maybe more like recording-wise, we've got like a set thing. Like the sound-wise, like I definitely, we definitely have things we like the sound of it like that. No, like I was trying to whip out all the bass of everything, pretty much. No offense, but all the yeah, subby yeah. stuff, you know. So it sounds like it squeezed through a little shoe or a little radio or something, you yeah. know. Like I was like everything like that, and like real tinny and horrible sounding. Yeah. Thing, like, <laughs> like. I don't know. I love the trogs and stuff, and then like yeah. all them, I always think just sounds a bit bad, like all the recordings, yeah. you know. But the distortion but, on your mic last night was like <laughs> when you spoke, it was like, oh, they've got that. And then you'd sing, and it'd be like, oh no, no, that's exactly what they should sound like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. It's just kind of through the desk, kind of rag it through that a bit, and yeah. it does it. But the uh, Tom Reese from Buzzard Buzzard Buzzard, he records it all, right? Like, like everything we've done, we've done in the studio in yeah. Cardiff. Yeah. Um, but he knows, like, we don't have to say any words to him anymore. You know, he kind of just know, just he knows know. uh, knows what to do. It's usually the opposite of what he would want to do to his records. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. just kind of goes yeah. that way. But um, mm. that's worked out really well, and yeah. it? like, he's great. It's got to the point where he's like, um, "What about this?" And then he just looks at your face, and you're like, "No, okay, you you mean you you want me to do the opposite of yeah. what I've just done?" Yeah. <laughs> so whatever he can get away with making it sound a bit bad without his reputation being like sure. slaughtered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this yeah. Is usually the way. It's a great scene at the moment in Cardiff, isn't it? Like, yeah. In Wales. Yeah. 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 There's um, like loads of it. Yeah. 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 I saw. Rogue Jones last night as well, and like oh, cool. loved that album. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like a really refreshing album to come out of Wales, and like yeah. it just feels like there's a lot of different music coming through, which is great. Yeah, yeah. it was quite a mad mix, really, as well, isn't it? Yeah, since the pandemic, especially, everyone seems to have like been super busy, yeah. <laughs> just like putting out loads of songs and stuff. Yeah. 
But, um, I think everybody needed it, you know, everybody needed the, the big boom of like yeah. Cardiff bands to... Yeah. And it's happening, it's really good. And you were kind of born out of the pandemic. I know you'd started before then, right? But like, yeah, you kind of just hit a brick wall with it, but got busy, right? Yeah, well, we started recording loads in the pandemic. Um, and then Bingo Records, like we liked Mr. Ben and the Bens is like, he, Ben is one half of Bingo, or one third of like the people running Bingo Records. Yeah. And I really liked his band anyway. And like for a while before I'd been like messaging, like trying to get on gigs with him and stuff. And uh, I think he liked our band, but he just saw some like, rubbish old youtube things <laughs> but it kind of worked out nice like they just got in touch like right at the beginning of the pandemic asked if we wanted to do anything but we hadn't really recorded anything then we'd kind of nope. we had it did we have it we'd done a few things just with tom but like nothing was released and it was kind of like more just practicing we just in the studio you know people, yeah <laughs> um but yeah we kind of we did like a little ep that launched moon dream one when it's just four songs um through them kind of early in the pandemic and mark riley hopped on yeah. on the like the first song which is mad you know yeah. like he's uh straight away he was playing it which was like super helpful and then i think he went on holiday for like two weeks so right. like, i wonder if anyone like if any any of the biz people <laughs> were listening to his show they might have heard it but we um we got in touch with our manager dave like through then and uh he'd, he'd just bought the record anyway i think so he he liked the song yeah and uh, yeah it just kind of worked quite naturally fell into place but, a little bit yeah I think it was helpful because like gigs didn't exist so you didn't have to like it was kind of a simpler path it's like you could still put out records and stuff so the other people like they, you didn't have to bother too many people you yeah. know to try and get anyone else on board if like yeah. to help you out yeah you know? it like weird the pandemic weirdly really helped us yeah. <laughs> i feel yeah. quite guilty saying it because it like ruined everybody's lives for a bit yeah but for us we were just like because we were doing the same circuit like just pubs yeah. um, yeah. just before the pandemic and we were getting a bit stuck in a rut and we were like oh well yeah we'll play here again you know it was like the same three pubs you know <laughs> but um the pandemic hit and uh, made us like made us not focus on the gigs anymore and it made us like change our mindset and we were like oh right we need to focus on something yeah. else so we just kind of went like the behind the scenes bit and we just kind yeah. of tried to build a bit of a team around us and stuff yeah it's nice to be able to focus on the recordings as well, because we'd been we'd been gigging for ages, but we didn't really record anything. Just like you don't have any money yeah. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. And then it's um, but then it's kind of it's a bit spooky when you first go recording. You know, you freak yourself out, listen, mm -hmm. like with your own voice and everything. Everything sounds horrible. Yeah. But it's uh, it worked quite well, didn't it? Yeah, like we it's a bit like starting a new job. <laughs> yeah. Going to the studio for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's under a microscope, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you think you assume you're going to be wicked at it because you've been gigging a bit, and then but it's like a whole different thing, and you can't like. You have to sing and play different and all, didn't you? Yeah. But, but I think yeah, it's nice. We like since we've done everything with Tom now. Like each one, it's kind of uh, it's become quite. I don't know. It's fun now, you know, to yeah. go record it. Like <laughs> the last one, we booked out for like a month because we just went there every day. It was like yeah. the most by far that we'd ever gone in there for. And uh, yeah, we could like it was fun. Make yeah. things up there as yeah. well, yeah. rather than just being like in your house, like really writing everything out before you go, just so you can get like your 50 pounds worth. <laughs> and yeah. then, like, <laughs> yeah. to... Same yeah. studio every time or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. Tom's studio in uh, Rat Trap Studio, Rat just call Trap, it. In, yeah. Nice. In, in there, just off Albany Road in Cardiff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's yeah. only like, nice, nice and small, outside toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything you can dream everything of. Everything you need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. It's, uh, yeah. It's yeah, great. Great. And another thing, just in terms of songwriting, like, 
every song's got a face melter in, right? Is that a, is that a, a, a definite, is that like a non-negotiable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how all the songs start. Yeah. yeah, it's contractual. You yeah. have <laughs> to sign a contract. Yeah. Let Sam do as many solos as you want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know, we usually just, uh, just see whatever fits and it always fits. Yeah. <laughs> it always fits. It always yeah. makes it fit. It's yeah. yeah. great. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, we usually just, if there's a gap, we know just have a see who wants to do one. You know, yeah. And yeah. I would like to think this fairly spread out, but yours is kind of busy throughout the songs, isn't it? I think you've got yeah. the fancies woven through and then yeah. the drums are so, you can always hear the drums, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he gets a filling. Gives so yeah. much yeah. energy. Yeah. Give me one every now and again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I spoke <laughs> one near the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you're better at multitasking, so you've got like complicated singing and playing, where mine's like the most basic playing and then try and make it up, make up for that, you know, in the gap. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems but to just, work you're all right. You're very good at it, mate. So. Oh, you are very good. Really much. <laughs> yeah, really good. You've always got new material coming out. Yes. Short and Round came out last week. Two weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. A week ago. Yeah, a few weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, it's Not a banger. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I play, I, I've got a tiny little radio show that I do just for my own enjoyment, and I got text messages from mates going, Who was that? And I was like, <laughs> That's a sign that it's like oh, hit hard. Wow. But um, it's a real good song. Like, is there an inspiration for who had the first haircut that you were like, That's the <laughs> one? Yeah. Well, I'm not really sure. Like, I definitely heard my granddad say that. He was like, when he goes to the hairdressers. Yeah, that's for his description when he wants a haircut. Sure, but it's right. not really, it wasn't really about that. We write, like, we write things real quick and they've yeah. got really bad memory as well. So, like, it's kind of, uh, yeah, we just tried to, like, smash out a few in a day, you know, just kind of, that got a bit of a plan. If you make a weirdly hot cup of tea, you buy yourself, like, that much time and then you can kind of finish it before that. And if it's, like, that's most all of them you are in that. <laughs> that's then, all you need to make a cup of tea and you've got a song. Yeah, but that's kind of the way, you know, and then you can usually smash out a few in a day and then, I feel like the more you do in a day, the more weird ones you get and stuff. But then, yeah, I never really like to go too mad on the meanings, you know, like, but obviously I've the mean there. stuff. Yeah, yeah you know, it's mean. nice to like, just while you're doing it to get in that, but then, I don't know, you kind of want to keep it fun as well, so you don't want to yeah. make it too on the nose, you know, and too yeah. like, too wet, you know, <laughs> you want to keep it like, I don't know, yeah. fun for us and... I don't want to be crying every time I sing. Yeah, <laughs> and you're sticking around for the weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, anyone you're looking forward to? Anyone I should go and see? Soup. Soup. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, on the rising stage. I think. Okay, they're not a band I know. Are they. They're are they really good. Welsh? They're, are they? No, I think they're from Brighton Way. I think that might be a lie though. Okay. But they're coming on. Well, we. I think uh, she's in Porridge Radio as well. Oh great. Um, and then. But yeah, they're coming on some of our tour at the end of the year. But oh. they've just got some great songs. There's yeah. one, Domesticated Dreams, really great. Okay. And Just a Job. You may, I reckon you might have heard them around. Okay. But they're like genuinely my favourite one at the minute. I, yeah. think great. I think that'll be great. Soup. Great. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for talking to us on oh. Green Man Podcasts. Um, have a great festival. Oh, thank, thank you very much for having us. us. Yeah. <laughs>